Hey guys, this is Olivia from the Masters of Sex After Show, and I've got something very exciting to share with you. You've seen her fly, now watch her move to a brand new network. The CW has a new hero when Supergirl lands October 10th. It's a season 2 premiere of a show critics call Pure Blissful Fun. This season, the Man of Steel will finally be revealed. Supergirl's Melissa Benoist teams up with Tyler Hoechlin, the newest Superman in the DC Universe. It's a superhuman family reunion when these Kryptonian cousins join forces in the fight for justice. And, if you're wondering if the next president will be a woman, we have your answer. Because Linda Carter, the original Wonder Woman, guest stars as Supergirl's commander-in-chief. Even though Supergirl has her hands full of fighting evil full-time, Cara Danvers is facing changes as challenges of her own. She knows what it takes to be a hero, but Cara is trying to figure out how to fit in with the human race while taking on a new job, new friends, and a new love who's out of this world. An evil corporate empire will rise that bears the name of an age-old nemesis, Luther. Supergirl and Superman come face-to-face with Lex Luthor's next of kin, Lillian and Lena, And as you might expect, the Luther family shares a passion for power that can only be satisfied by a different kind of green, kryptonite. Supergirl, all new episodes starting Monday, October 10th, now only on The CW. What's going on, After Buzzers? You are watching the Masters of Sex After Show, Season 4, Episode 4, Coats and Keys. It's a juicy one, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This song is super appropriate. We made the best best music choice tonight. I'm really serious. I'm going to go back and make a playlist for all from the songs we did. The sex playlist. I got the keys. This will be yeah. This will be track intermission. Intermission. Yeah. Take a break. Get some, get some electrolytes and get back we're, to We're going to sell mixtapes, guys. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome to the Masters of Show, Masters of Sex After Show. This episode is Coats and Keys, which is why we chose... Because we got the keys Because we got the keys, and apparently so does everybody else in this episode. <laughs> uh, I'm your main host, Olivia Gabri, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the real underscore O underscore G. Hi, and I'm Ryan Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Graham, and I won't say the two ways. <laughs> and I'm your favorite host tonight, hey. Dominique. <laughs> you can find me on all social media at Dominique P underscore E-S-Q. Bam. Hey. And... Ryan's handle has two ends. It is. It does. But I, I we were giving it. We were giving him mad that I had two ends. I'm hard time sorry. today for his long intro, but <laughs> today's cool. episode is so good. It, is, it made me good. fall in love with Masters of Sex Don't for you think? a totally different yes. reason today. Oh, it was, I think this is one of the most entertaining oh, episodes sure. all around. I was, I was sleepy like, an hour and a half ago, and then you watched this like. I got the keys. I was just gonna ask. <laughs> it gave you all yeah. the keys. Keys. Major key alert. <laughs> I feel like this episode there. Every it brought everybody together. Yeah. It came yeah. full circle this time, you know. Loved it. Yeah. So from the very beginning yes. of the episode with Lester's butt tooted in the air, I was like, "This is this going to be good." <laughs> yep. But in the beginning, was anyone else confused? I remember watching it and being like, <laughs> "Did I miss confused. an episode?" I didn't get I it. I legitimately was like, "I must have missed something." I don't know what's going on. It was just like they hit us with all this mm-hmm. stuff, and then uh, twenty four hours early, yeah. it's like, "Oh, finally!" Yeah. Thank but luckily for, for us, it you know. It, it all came connected. Full circle. It was beautiful, and I loved how they put all that in there. It was. It, it was, was really. Good. It was so clever. Yeah, it's thought, to the point where written. I'm gonna go back and see who like actually wrote this actual episode oh, because yeah. it was that good. It's mm-hmm. very good. 
Shout out to the writer of this particular episode for, for Masters of Sex. You outdid yourself. Oh, for sure. Outdid yourself. For sure. Okay, so as... Where do we start? No, who do we want to even <laughs> we start with start, I don't even know where to start, but all I know is... I think we have to with start with Lester. Lester's uh, booty in the air. Booty in the wow. air. Like, wow. Kudos to you, Lester, for the pill butt. Like, we are so into it, and we hope it wasn't a body double. Uh, Lester is having, like, the worst time of his life. Okay. Weren't you sad for him? I was, like, I was so, a little I mean, if you Lester. guys haven't been watching this season, Lester... Is in like a horrible marriage. Yeah, why are they still together? And where is she, BT Dub? Like uh, he needs to give up the dream. He well, she's with uh Co- Corky. She's Corky, with Corky. Yeah, Corky, yeah. the balloon animal. Yeah, balloon animal but I mean, I feel like their relationship has been on the rocks for a long time. Yeah. So like we all remember, like Jane and Lester had this beautiful love affair after he so amazingly shot her <laughs> masturbating. Right. Um, and Jane wanted to go to LA be to be a star. Be a star. So romantic. And he wanted she to be a star don't. too though. I mean it well, wasn't they, just they her. moved out to LA together, together, which I'm pretty sure there are a lot of couples that we know that have moved out to LA yeah. together and, and no they didn't stay together. <laughs> that's a whole nother show. And so Lester comes back, right. but Jane does not come back with him. Poor thing. And they end up married. And I think there was always some tinge of like Lester feeling some kind of way because of that, mm-hmm. which they don't. We don't really get to see a lot of the in ins and out details of their marriage. But you can kind of tell that there's always this like little twinge, like. I remember, um, was it late last season where she kind of comes in in a huff and they give her the job to like read the mail just to give her something to, to do? do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think they've always kind of been on the rocks. And so he's talking basically the whole episode about how Jane is sleeping with Corky. And, yeah. uh, but I feel like that's how their marriage has been the, the, entire, the entire time. time. It's always yes. his point of view, which I think yeah. is kind of cool right. to kind of see, you don't, you are um, allowed to create your own interpretation of what the story is because Lester kind of gives you his tidbit here and there and it's like a side story but you really never know is Lester like yeah and it's always like oh I'm sorry Lester like we just find tidbits about his life and it's like ah yeah but you feel for him like he's such a cutie just give him a little hug or something he's just going loving but he got it (laughs) yeah he did so he's going around this party like oh boo hoo boo hoo me and it's like dude he's the worst guy at a party like you don't want to he's the worst kind of guy but him and Betty no. were so like the way they're they just seem best friends, you know. Yeah. The way they were like yeah. interacting with each other. It's like they had this conversation many times before. <laughs> because when you're dealing with Bill and Virginia in an office, you have to find the other sane person yes. in the office. Yeah, and sure. it's just those two. So, so Betty and Lester have this like great relationship that they just I don't know, they they find comfort in each other, yeah. I feel. Or they've told each other the same story a million times. Yeah, but they're like, you know, they're venting to each other and they're yeah. like, Okay. Yeah. I, I support I you, it. even though I heard this 600 times before, <laughs> yeah. you know? But, so, aside from Lester's booty in the air, we wo- we entered the episode with Virginia waking up. She couldn't find her keys, and the only thing I saw was a man with a, a wedding, wedding ring, ring yeah. giving her the keys, and I was like, oh, she's at it her old ways. <laughs> right? Good old Virginia. She's... And then it wasn't until the next scene where, well, we saw her walk out of the house, right. and then we saw Art and Nancy also in the same house, and we were all like, oh my god, that's 
that's it's their art. house. Yeah, like, why are art. they there? She's she slept with art like automatically because because it's Virginia. How, you know how Virginia do. Like, <laughs> right. she could have been at a hotel bar back yeah. in Vegas yeah. at Hughes' house. You never know with Virginia. No, she's mm-hmm. uh, she's an interesting character. I. I do love her, but she makes it hard to she love makes her. It she makes it so hard. hard. Not only her. for us, but apparently for every other man yeah, in this right? world. 100%. <laughs> but uh, ironically, I guess they all love her more than she loves them. According so to Virginia, said. her words. I was like, oh, oh, somebody don't think their ish stinks. <laughs> no, she <laughs> like, obviously not. Whatever. No. You, sometimes you just you just got to roll with it. No. Right? <laughs> like, you know, girl. But there, okay. there were so many good moments in this episode. So once we finally see that, you know, Virginia is in this house and we don't really know whose house it is and she's right. kind of stumbling out. She looks to the couch and at the time we really don't know like what that significance is like really going to be down the mm-hmm. episode. And then the the episode kind of like r- does a rewind and it goes from the beginning to kind of set the stage of like how she ended up having this horrible walk of shame like with the raccoon eyes which is never a girl's <laughs> morning after. But her walk of shame wasn't really a walk of shame. So we can let's just dive we right did. into I mean anytime no, you wake yeah. up we in the didn't. same clothes you had on last night with raccoon eyes, it's a walk Is it of a shame. Walk of shame? Pe- to your neighbors, yes. Oh, perception is reality. That's true. Perception is reality. Got it. What 100%. a sin. Okay, so <laughs> before we even know all of this, we're just automatically making assumptions, but it brings us back to the beginning of the story. Yeah. Right. So they are entering this party, which we didn't know at the time, but was a swingers party. Right. And did, I mean, do you, did they know it at the time? No, no, right? no, no. They were all invited to this party mm-hmm. and were told to bring a friend. Right. But no. N- like no one, no one knew what. Yeah, like so because you can see when no Nancy, one from the office. No, yeah, no one from the yeah, office. Everybody everybody everyone outside of it knew. knew. But because you can see when Nancy greets um, uh, Virginia and Libby, because mm-hmm. uh, Virginia brings Libby, she's like, "Oh, uh, you, you brought a, you brought a female friend." She, she goes, looks super she, offended because yeah. she was going to mess up the numbers. Yeah. That's why. Well, that's like, what she was thinking. I was looking at Nancy like, "How dare you be offended but, at me bringing whoever I choose <laughs> when you didn't even tell me you what you assigned me exactly?" Well, and then beforehand they were in the elevator and Virginia was like Lester you're coming with me like apparently I have to bring a friend so I guess you could come and then once I saw Libby and Virginia walk in together I was like ooh I was I mean I guess I knew they kind of had that moment last episode where they reconciled but I felt like that was a very quick jump like it was I was like oh okay we're friends going to a party together that was weird to me and they were lying about it too to Bill like the both of them were like keeping a secret from him it was kind of cool like girl power you know you guys are it's nice but it's bizarre yeah it just felt very it felt very fast to me like weird is the wrong word but I was just like oh okay we're we're going to a party together. Like I feel like I can have a reconciliation with someone. Yeah. But I'm not going it to a party with time. you. Yeah. Like not the well, next day. I mean, okay, let's pause. And we, me and my group of best friends, we can have a falling out, and tomorrow we're going to still be like. Tight. Should your best friend okay. sleep with a man? Well, awesome. but what I'm saying is that Libby doesn't really have friends. I guess you know, especially valid, girlfriends. Valid. I mean, her last girlfriend ended up in a vegetative state. So yeah. in. I have to try not to laugh because you guys know I have a really horrible <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> sense of humor. Um, so I feel like Virginia was like her only like real That's like true. friend, and she and has so been I there through. It was, 
easy all. for her to bounce back into that relationship because she realized that at the end of the day they were both like effed up in that entire yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really surprised that they bounced back to like and going to the tell, movies together. Right. Yeah. You could tell Libby was super excited. Yeah. I mean, even when she thought they were going to the movies, she like got rid of the kids, you know, and yeah. then for her to be at the party, I mean, you could tell she was into it, right? Well, especially when the lawyer showed up. Well, or that, I think that kind of threw her. Or she the random like, friend Mike yeah, with the Mike. J that he let her hit. Okay, right. so oh. do you guys want to talk about Mike? So his name was... Mike wait, Schaefer? Mike Schaefer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's so, gonna, so, yeah, so be. Mike and... I mean, not Mike. So Libby and Virginia enter the party, and Nancy greets them. Mm-hmm. And Nancy's kind of really excited to mm-hmm. introduce... Mike to Virginia. Right. And as soon as um, Virginia says who she's married to, um, Dan, he knows Dan. Yeah. He's, oh, we're we're that, having dinner. And so it's funny to, to me because it's like, you know, last episode, Bill finds out basically that, you know, Virginia never really got married. Right. And it's like her lies are starting to catch up with her, but she's like so hellbent on keeping up I this don't get lie. Why. At this point, what for what? No. And then I think you can see her struggling throughout this whole party to keep up this lie with everyone she's talking mm-hmm. to. And it's like, literally, Virginia, Give let up it the go. dream, girlfriend. Like, right. Let it go. I love how Betty like pulls her aside. And she's just like, yo, like, why? Mm-hmm. At this point, like, you know, when this Mike character comes back from New York, that this is gonna your be secret's like- going to be out. They're going to tell Nancy and Art. They're going to tell Bill, although Betty doesn't know that, you know, Bill already knows. And mm-hmm. she even then is like, I'm going to do it. Like, she has, it doesn't seem like there's any type of urgency in telling the truth right. for Virginia, which gets me back to the point that I was making last week that Virginia needs help of some kind because oh, yeah. I feel like she's deranged. And speak, oh no, she, I mean, she <laughs> clearly, no, she has a warped sense of reality. <laughs> if sure. we were friends, I would tell her, like, hey, girl, get help. Really? There's, I have a list Not of, like, therapy. She slept no, and I also, real help. Like, I thought she was going to get, I thought it was pretty obvious that she was lying because she, yeah. she was lost so for words. She's so she's like, oh, I'm going to New York. Mike, and then Mike, Libby's like, like oh. Then he's like, but you're going to cook. We're not going to go And eat. Libby's, and Libby's like, like, you, you? <laughs> She did. Libby called her out so quick. You're going to no, cook. with no oh. shame at all. Yeah. She's like, girl, bye. Y'all dead. Yeah. Yo, eating her food. No, it was oh just so gosh. good to me. Like, stop lying. Like, no, yeah, it really makes no sense. And I honestly, uh, speaking of that conversation between um, Betty and Virginia, I love that Betty's calling her out on it because she's speaking from experience. Remember, Betty's whole first yeah. marriage was a, a lie. A total like, lie. A total yeah, lie. Total so it's lie. like you would think that Virginia would listen to this woman who's literally been through this. Like, right. But does Virginia listen to no, anybody? You're right. No, what am I, I what mean, am I Virginia's <laughs> the friend that everyone has that we know is a habitual liar. And we, just, oh, we, just, we just, we just indulge them. And we're just <laughs> like, all right. Okay. Oh, oh, you don't have a friend that just like you just go oh, okay, you know. I mean, everybody does. Everyone's that person. There's always one. But no, it's like it's funny because then, as Betty and Virginia are in the kitchen having this conversation, the party starts to die down because it's time to pick coats. Time yes. to get freaking. And I think this is when it kind of dawns on at least Lester for this matter <laughs> that they're at oh, a freaking oh. swingers party, and Lester is still confused. I know, Poor but Lester. I feel like they're being so naive. I think it was a little. It wasn't obvious, but it was kind of like. I mean, uh, but maybe for the time. I, I feel like know, today maybe. we know, but like, like, like they didn't have like Google or maybe like it's outsiders looking in. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I have to confess that before this episode, I'd heard of swinger parties, but I didn't know that How you know coats and keys were a thing because mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why they named the 
um, this episode that until we got kind of more in depth and then we were talking a little bit before while we were watching it and I was like what's the whole thing with the keys right we were kind of just talking about how most swinger parties actually work. So it's like you put your down. you put your keys in a bowl, yeah. and then like a guy or a girl will go and pick up the keys, and then whoever is the like. So if I was a husband picking up the keys, whatever wife was attached to those keys. Yeah, in my mind, I feel like this is playing with the gun with one bullet in the barrel. The and roulette. Roulette. For I'm sure. not playing. <laughs> well, that's what <laughs> Betty called it. She was she like, "This is sex roulette." Yeah, no. It is. Mm-mm. Well, um, unless you lose, like Lester, because right? <laughs> Lester picked up a guy. I want to go find Lester and give him a hug. So it's Lester's turn. She was a scum. She was, she was so so it was Lester's turn. Turn. He grabs this woman's coat that he had already bit her ear off about the woes of his marriage. Right. So I wouldn't have wanted to go home with him either. No. But she looks like she's about to start crying when she feel, realizes that Lester imagine. grabs her coat. Uh, Could you imagine being Lester? No. Well, but the thing, Lester being the sweet. Guy, he is. He goes, no, it's okay. You can take a pass. But then runs off like he's five. Because his feelings were hurt, and but his wife is off with Corky because he got some cocoa in his milk, and Lester ain't gonna be right. He's okay ever again. Every, that's true. Go Everybody wants a little chocolate once in a while. I, I am mad at it. Can, can we just I dive into that? I'm so. Oh, do we even learn her name? What was no, her name? No, we don't even know. Gosh, mystery but she woman. was but such she a boss. I'm gonna call her Foxy it. Brown. Foxy, yes, Foxy Brown. Yeah. Okay, that's all. We'll name her for Foxy, now. She was. Uh, I'm. I'm sure this is not the last we've seen him. I mean, oh, he has her. She left her number. She had the window right on the window. So classy. And Foxy tells it like it is. She's like, listen, I heard you all party like even. If I wanted to avoid your voice, I couldn't. couldn't. Yeah, like, <laughs> you were just breaking out the crowd with like the poor me. Yes, the whole time. The whole, the whole party. Uh, but no, you can't. I'm not gonna say poor Lester anymore because he, at the end of the yeah. night, he. Won. And maybe that's what he just. That's what I, he needed to hear. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's um. He just, you know, he heard what he needed to hear, and she just walked out on him, told him, told him how it is, and then. It was all love from there. But did we see the game that Lester spit to Foxy Brown, though? I know, like, finally. He was like, well, we should do this. He's, you, uh, you're a rebel. Or, or, uh, you, you should make your first rebellious act with me. I'm here. Let's do this. And it was like all spit and game. Yes. I'm like, good. Especially because he just cried and she found him crying. And Real then, like, suave, yeah, right? So, so suave, Lester. Good. And okay, so those two end up together by accident, obviously not by the draw of the keys. Right. But um, some other, so they were drawing coats in the house. And I feel like, as although it's supposed to be random, a lot I think a lot of people were purposely drawing certain coats. So we knew Nancy and one of the brothers. He wanted to end up with her. Yeah, was it one of the? No, brothers? it wasn't one of the brothers. It was just another guy. Another, I think another guy. guy wearing an ugly sweater. Right. Yes. <laughs> okay. So everyone. Yeah. I just automatically assumed because he had a green ass sweater on. I didn't know who it was. So he purposely pulls for Nancy, and Art obviously pulls for Virginia. Right. Which I thought she knew to begin with, because I thought it was pretty obvious, but we found out later that she didn't realize that he purposely pulled her jacket. Yeah, which was interesting to me because I was like, how could you not know? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the way he did it and like, it feels like this entire time he's been like laying little like yes. little Easter eggs mm-hmm. of like, I there's something else here. Yeah. Um, And so that's why I think I was confused that she didn't understand because it was like, he's been, the way he talks to her, it's always like a roundabout way of, sounding like he's into her so I'm like obviously he's gonna pick her coat well, no I 
think this is me. As a therapist, I would think she would be the best case study for mm. a disorder of some sort. And I would want to get to know her a little bit more, too. Yeah. Oh. Like, I, I feel like the oh. things that he said to her have been very, like, wanting to, like, open her brain up a little bit more to kind of understand a little bit, like, why she does the things that she does. Like, mm-hmm. um, if we remember last episode, kind of how he was talking to her when he was putting on her coat. Yeah. Um, when they were leaving the a bar. Little foreshadow. A little foreshadow. And so uh, he was really trying to understand, like, why are you so okay with going home with a different guy every night? And they're interrupted by the guy basically saying, no, you're not coming in here and stealing this, this chick. Like, tonight is mm-hmm. mine. My night with her. So that would lead into so the conversation that um, that Virginia and Art have while they're um, hooking up. They're mm-hmm. not hooking up, but like the, so they, they get the coats and they in, they're into the room together. They have a conversation about what it's like to hook up with your boss. Mm-hmm. So would you say that this is him? kind of taking notes on the side like li- like you think that this was all art's plan because Nancy's in the other room right. actually hooking on. on yes um, so I'm saying do you think that this was a part of his plan like he's the mastermind and he's like I want to understand you more so he's doing it a part of me really does feel like this was like all a ploy just to get her to open up a little bit more because if you think about it how how most manipulators work is they lay down a foundation of being vulnerable so that you'll open up and be mm-hmm. vulnerable so that they can skew the conversation the way that they want right. them to. And so I thought it was interesting how it just so happens that our and Nancy are in adjacent rooms. Right. That you can hear Nancy like moaning the entire time and he's opening up about how he's not comfortable in this relationship. Like kind of setting the stage for Virginia to be vulnerable in how in her speech to art about you know her insecurities and her shortcomings that she felt like bill overlooked and kind of built her up into um you know the woman that we see now right and so i thought that was interesting and i'm like i don't know if it was by you know pure circumstance and he is being genuine Mm -hmm. or if this was what he wanted all along was to get her to truly open up to him about what it was that you know made her fall for Bill, right? That's but exactly the the what speech I was, was amazing. Oh, it was um, it was, but it made me think the whole entire time that Art was like confessing of how he his feelings about his marriage. I couldn't help like I didn't know if he was being genuine or not, if he was being truthful. And even like a side note to that, or I guess more evidence to back that up will be we saw everyone else and where they went when when they went to go be with someone else. We have an idea of what we think Nancy was doing but we never actually saw Nancy with the other guy. Yeah. We know they got paired together and we presume that they were in the other room having sex but how do we know that it wasn't Nancy just in there doing it because she knew it would help Art's case? It, it did It did mirror to I think uh, the door slamming and did then we? kissing. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, then maybe, okay. The just like okay. It was okay, really okay. quick. Yeah, it was just the making okay, then maybe out. I, I you could like, almost not even tell that it was her mm-hmm. and you just see that sweater and you're like, oh, no, could be any sweater. other dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, well then I'll take Yeah, that. so w- do you guys want to get into the speech, Dominique? I know you really Yeah, the really speech was just for that. The speech was just really interesting to me because I feel like it finally 
opened our eyes to seeing inside of like Virginia's mind and her thought process mm-hmm. and like how everything went down with her and Bill. And so it all starts with our kind of like laying the foundation like, well, how would it happen with you find like you randomly like getting with your boss or your employer? And she was like, it's subtle. You know, at first it starts with, you know, a pass here and a pass there and it kind of being shot down and then it goes into something deeper where you find a common passion and you kind of throw yourselves into it and then she goes to a very like vulnerable place and she starts talking about like her how her boss wanted her to feel equal to him and she wasn't because she wasn't smart enough she didn't have the looks and um she had slept around with a lot of other people but he still you know found value in her almost and it was this very profound like where you are very honest and open with your shortcomings and you understand that this person has truly helped you to become the more confident in some aspects of your life but even more damaged in other parts of your life which was really really interesting because in the parallel to bill i think he's still the one that comes out of this entire situation winning at the end of the day like whereas virginia was built up and she now has this equal partnership with bill bill now has the social ability to actually interact with individuals in a manner that he never was able to before. Now Virginia is broken to the point where she doesn't even know how to love. Like when we were joking around a little bit a while ago where she had made that comment about how every guy she's ever been with has always loved her more. Mm -hmm. And she paused for a second like I'm not trying to be boastful in that. I felt like she was kind of trying to allude to the fact like she's not capable of loving. Right. It was more of a knock at herself, yeah, not the other guys. Yeah, and so I thought that was really profound. Like, we've always just been thinking she was, like, really promiscuous, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's so much more deeper underlining as to why Virginia does. The, um, she just acts the way she acts when it comes to men. And so I would love for us to kind of, like, I know they showed her parents a little bit last season, um, but I would really love to kind of, like, learn a little bit more, like, her backstory. Like, right. why is she, she the, the way she, she is, is when right. it comes to guys? And this, I mean, this is the first time that we ever see her open up. This yeah. whole entire time, we were just sort we were making assumptions on why she was, like, choosing the path, why she was making the actions, making the choices and the actions that she was making. But I do think, I mean, it really did take a therapist for her to open up, not necessarily yeah. in the pro- the most professional setting but like it <laughs> happened and for once Virginia was the only one that was not getting down in Which the whole was, entire house well, that was kind of cool to see I mean, it like, was. But, it I mean was even nice. though it was manipulation yeah. it was like whoa Virginia like of refreshing. all people like um, but I, one interesting thing that happened or one thing that Art said that I thought stood out was when he goes um, you never pretend to be someone that you're not he said that to Virginia mm-hmm. and it just made me question him and Nancy even more because like I know we have an idea of who they are but like I feel like while he was trying to get her to be vulnerable about her pretending I think he was also opening up a little bit about himself and being like Mm -hmm. oh you've never like kind of like giving that out there because Mm -hmm. he is definitely oh yeah there's still I know that we are slowly um, unshaving them is that the right word I guess Uh, taking the layers off Mm -hmm. of Nancy and Art and I just feel like he the more they talk the more Mm -hmm. monologues they have with Bill and Virginia like they're pretending 
and I just feel like there's more and more to them. Right. It, it kind of scares me because I'm that's like, I why I almost couldn't tell. Like it could go as he was being genuine, and you could tell he kind of wanted to open up to Virginia and finally just let her know by dropping hints like that, mm-hmm. asking if you ever pretend. But then also, I wasn't sure if he was saying things just for the sake of making her. I feel say like it's a manipulation. Yeah. I totally feel like it's a manipulation. But it could go either. Yeah, it, see, could. it could go either way. Yeah. So I don't really know. I'll be interested to see how that. Plays how that out. plays out for sure. So aside from Virginia, we see uh, what Bill is up to. Wow, Bill! That's oh. all I gotta say. Is, <laughs> wow! Crazy, crazy, so yeah, crazy, so crazy. Um, Bill comes to the party after his kids are missing. Which can we just talk about the fact that the children are all, everyone's kids everybody's are always kids like, are oh, just where are the kids? missing. Like, not poor. All the children feel horrible bad for. parenting. Do not watch <laughs> yeah, this show if you're like, looking for parenting advice. It's not so, what the show. Oh, for. so Bill shows up to the party looking for Libby because Libby knows where the kids are. Um, they end up getting into an argument and going home together. Um, and then Libby. Like, well, Libby, Libby was, was turned. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she, was, she, she has a little Jay yeah. with her friend Mike. Yeah, she may Mike. have had a few cocktails, but either way, the girl was stumbling out of the well, party. And you know what I thought was funny is her conversation with Mike was about being best friends with her ex. <laughs> and she's like, oh. oh, yeah, like, we're friends. And, you know, then he comes storming in and they're just going off at each other fighting. At but the then, party. At yeah, the party. In the middle of the party. In front of Mike. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> and so they go outside and I thought Bill was being kind of sweet because obviously Libby was too turned out to be driving home and he was looking out for her and I don't know that was sort of sweet and so they ended up home together yes I loved it um <laughs> I ha- I just loved how like Bill was like let's cut the crap like mm-hmm. I don't want to continue to like argue with you I don't want to continue to have this like you know hatred towards each other because when it comes to Bill, I feel like although we've seen the evolution of Libby, she's still really bitter about their oh, yeah. marriage. Oh, 100%. And so he finally was like, what is it going to take for, you know, us to get to a point where we can at least be cordial? And Libby's answer, <laughs> my mouth was open for a good two minutes because I just did not see that going. I, the feel, way like, that I it feel like she was being petty about it. I think the, she said it as like, not a joke, but as like, a, I'm just going to say this. Bill. Right. And then Bill like is like, well, come on. Okay. Right? <laughs> and so so, like, they go at it, and it's just like, oh, wow. And at, at first, it's just all about Libby's pleasure. Yeah. So it wasn't even about, like, let's let's have makeup sex. It was like, fine, I'm doing this right. to please you because this is something we've never done. Right. And then it turns into, like, oh, they actually are kind of having this moment of reconciliation. And it's like, okay. No, so- Libby said, don't get beside yourself. That's what, that's what she, she was said. being such a boss about it, but I, it's, I couldn't okay. tell if she was like front, like was she like fronting? I, I don't know. Was, I think it was all a front because she went off on this whole thing about being best friends with your ex. Like she's still hung up on Bill. She's so hung up on him. Well, she wouldn't be acting so petty if she wasn't. Hung yeah, up on and him. that's what I'm saying. I think it's all her being petty. Yeah, so like, so I definitely feel like. Not that they're going to get back together, but that is in the back of her head. It's something that she doesn't want to admit to herself, but she totally wants to still be with him. Because I think at the end of the day, she still has this idea of what she thought her life would be like. And how she would have this happy, perfect home. Mm -hmm. And that is still a goal of hers. And I think that while she's um, exploring this um, independent and self-righteous Libby, at the end of the day, she still wants to be that that Betty homemaker. You know what I mean? Exactly, she still wants yeah. to be that woman. And I mean, every experience that 
anything that you experience contributes to like who you are as a person right. and Bill and um, Libby at the beginning of their relationship were two totally, totally, totally different people than who they are now. They've gone through it and gone through it again. And I don't know. I mean, maybe since they're both more experienced and more like went through some more things that they they could end up nicely together. I mean, we saw them getting along, uh, eating pickles together. Yeah, like they were cute. getting along. Cute. I thought it was cute. I thought it was really together. cute, but I thought what was really awesome is that they've learned how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I think I've said that so many times throughout, you know, the different seasons of this show. If they could just talk to each other, like, you know, there were scenes like really early on of them having sex and it was the most dry. It was like, polite horrible. sex, according like to Libby. Said, it was very polite. It was po- very polite sex, but they both wanted something more but couldn't communicate that that's mm-hmm. what they wanted. So I loved how early in the episode, um, after. Um, Virginia and Bill were talking to the couple that came back in for another session after, you know, the whole, like, butt-slapping last episode, mm-hmm. how they, um, Virginia was like, yeah, basically kind of like, she doesn't see this marriage, like, basically going anywhere after. And Bill's like, it could, if they can be honest enough with each other right. and move forward and get to another place of intimacy. And Virginia was like, if you think so, like, very sarcastic <laughs> about it, I'll book them another session. And Bill, I loved how Bill is like turned this whole new leaf of like, yeah, things can change. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, Bill. it's almost like foreshadowing because it, it does. I think it all comes full circle at mm-hmm. the end where you see um, Virginia knock on the door with Libby's coat, expecting Libby, and Bill <laughs> answers the door. Obviously, she shook, mm-hmm. and and so you see this moment where. It's like, I feel like she's like playing this last card where she's like, oh, I'm going to tell you about me and Dan. And he goes, I know. (laughs) We were all like freaking, freaking out at the last scene because, I don't know, I think we were all hating on Bill for a while there because he was just being a jerk. And finally, like the tables have turned and I was rooting for Bill. I was happy at how he handled it because Virginia thought she was about to drop a bomb on him. Like (laughs) she was anticipating this. And then... He was just like, yeah, I'll see you at the office. Right. Bye. I, oh, sorry. <laughs> so did you guys think that she, I, I'll just tell you what I think. I feel like she only said that because Bill opens the door at Libby's home oh, in sure. his boxers. Oh, yeah. Like she was getting ready to walk away and then she randomly wants to turn around like this last ditch tell. effort. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she, she felt for, I mean, she was probably anticip like she probably pictured the way that she would, because she would have to tell him eventually and she probably... Obviously, she didn't picture that circumstance having to tell him. So it was a spontaneous act to just drop it on him like that. But one, she didn't expect to do it like that. Two, she did not expect that answer back, you know? I just feel like it's it's almost like Bill is growing. Like, I feel like Bill went to that point where he was in a dark space and now he is coming through that and he is becoming a better person. Mm -hmm. And and, in Virginia is like not and like like him saying things can get better if you're honest and Mm -hmm. I feel like Bill is finally being honest Mm -hmm. and like so he had that conversation with Libby where he was Mm -hmm. honest and he's just 
literally saying what he feels and and what is truly him. And Virginia is still stuck in this. Yeah. Let's lie. Let's lie. Let's lie. Yeah. And that I think that it shows who's growing and who's not right. because Libby is stuck in her li- or not Libby. Virginia is stuck in her lies and yeah. she can't. She can't. I win. wonder if we're going to see that transformation within Virginia. Like I'm sure something miraculous has to happen within Virginia because I mean if history is really going to play in this show, we know that they end up, you know, together in real life. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's going to be that change of the guard? Like, what is it going to take for Virginia to have that moment where she does begin to be a little bit more honest with herself and they come back together? I don't, I don't know if we're going to see that this season, um, but I'm interested to see what it's going to take because I feel like for Virginia, it's going to be something like she needs like a drastic like yeah. shake. So I think, oh, we're not at predictions yet. Can well, we, we can be a prediction. Yeah. My prediction Let's is that. Let's predictions. Yeah, we got to wait for the light. <laughs> I, I know. I was so ready for that. Well, Lay it on us. My prediction is that what it's going to take for Virginia to get her life together is Bill and Virginia um, Libby getting back together. Oh, really? Well, I mean, that's what it took for her to... For I know. T- but like, real deal the yeah. first step, so. See, okay, what I think is going to happen... And I think Libby might come for her neck. Oh, 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 do you think that they still, they'll stay friends? Or do you think that this is going to be the end of the oh, yeah, Libby? Oh, sure. They will be? Oh, they, it will end their friendship. I think if I think if Libby and Bill really do try to make a go of like being back together, mm-hmm. Virginia's gonna be a hater and Libby's <laughs> gonna come for her ass and I oh. cannot wait for it. Well, because Libby I'm don't girl she fight. has nothing to lose she anymore. Yeah, she point, does not care. Like, do no <laughs> does not care. See, okay, what I think is gonna happen, I feel like it's gonna be whatever Nancy and Art have planned. I feel like they're gonna be the reason at the end. I think that something drastic is gonna come from their discovery and it's gonna make Virginia so shell shocked that it pushes her and Bill together because I feel like Nancy and Art have something planned and it's gonna try to destroy their company. Yeah, we and said I think, that. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And I think through the destruction of their company, Bill and Virginia are gonna have to grow together. Okay. So I, that's where I think. Oh. I do think that Libby and Bill getting back together is gonna shake Virginia. Yeah. I think she's not gonna take that well. No. But I feel like whatever Nancy and Art have planned, for I feel like they're the villains of this season mm-hmm. and whatever they have coming is honestly, do you think that they're a part of the investigation? No, you don't. Okay, no. that I just I was, oh, that would be I interesting. Like, though they? I didn't think of that. I guess they haven't asked any questions about it, but I'm like, maybe they are. I don't know. Yeah. I just don't trust them. I, I still, trust them. I still I mean, don't trust them. Yeah. I definitely don't trust them, especially after Art's conversation with Virginia. But their unmo- their motive is still extremely yeah. unclear to me. I just don't get what they're what it is that they're going for. But it does make sense that in order for this whole entire research and company to survive, Bill and Virginia are going to have to become a team again. Right, mm-hmm. right. And because they're going to have to become a team in order to keep stuff together, they just are going to fall in love again and everything's going to be great. I do see, I, I, I'm excited to see them come back together as a stronger couple. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Virginia's crazy right now, so... <laughs> and I guess we officially, or I guess I was the only one really questioning whether Art and Nancy were married. But he called him. Yeah, he called her his wife more yeah. than once. Okay, so yeah. So oh, and wait before we move, like before we end this, 
like there was a phone call for Virginia. Oh, yeah. Do you think that means anything? Because I, I was hoping that it was Dan. Like I'm seriously hoping that Dan called the office and was trying to leave her a message. But didn't I mean I guess Dan didn't send his wife, but his actual wife or yeah, ex wife who's no there regular. Yeah, so he has to he think? has to come up eventually. There's no way that he's out of this They're picture. Out like that. Well, yeah, I don't know. We still haven't gotten to the bottom of why she, one she's keeping up this charade and yeah. two why she decided not to go through with the marriage in the first place. Yeah. She gave a story, but part of me feels like that was yeah, the truth. Like that felt like just yeah. something to say. So yeah, maybe I do, I am interested in that. Also, I mean, we didn't really touch on Betty. Betty, um, not went home with in a sexual way, but went home with this new character, Guy. Guy, spelled G-U-I. His name is Guy. Guy. <laughs> so Betty brought Guy to the office, and it, I mean, I'm, a pres- I'm presuming that they slept in these separate office yeah, beds. Yeah. But I feel like that's important. I don't feel like they would just introduce his character and then have him answer the phone that way. I feel like he's about to be tied into the show in some way. I don't know in what manner, but I mm-hmm. feel like that's not a throwaway. And Fair I to feel say. like something's going to happen with him. Know, but what's our what what's our our favorite um provost's name? Um Scully? Maybe this is Scully's long lost love. Uh we oh, haven't yeah. seen Scully. He's he is gone. But oh, I thought yeah. he ran away with um oh boy. No? Okay, well. Maybe possible. Very possible. I mean I don't know. I just would now. like for him to find love too. Yeah. And I don't know what happened with him. He's kinda went away. So he kinda just disappeared. <laughs> maybe he and Guy. Yeah, him and Guy. We're can gonna be call him guy. guy. Guy is more fancy. It is. Ah, I mean, so, uh, before we go, also I have a random question. So like because swingers were a part of this episode. I think I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could go to a swingers party. I think that would scare me. What I, I don't know. You have to be like it's a lifestyle choice. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. I ended up what I ended up at a swingers party what? Halloween three years ago. No, you didn't. No, I did. I did. We, How did that go? Uh, it was a first date. And, oh, pause, pause. No, pause. yeah. I got the story for you guys. <laughs> so I go on a first date with this girl. We're hanging out in Hollywood at this cafe for like four hours. And then we're like, you know what? It's Halloween. Let's go hit up some parties. So she's like, Good. all right, I know a few house parties. Hot. So we go up to like, we go to one party, then hit up another one. Then by the third party, we could drive up to this house and we go in there like <laughs> passing out masquerade masks. And we're like, damn, this is kind of cool. Yes. And the guy at the door is like, you know what this is, right? And she's like, yeah, it's a house party. He's like, I mean, all right, I'll let you guys in. It's cool. <laughs> so we go in, and we're like, oh, that's weird. They have, like, a basket of condoms on the counter. And it's, like, this really, really, really nice house in, in uh, Mount Olympus in, Bev- in, uh, in Beverly Hills. And we're walking around, and it's just like a normal Halloween party because already people are always in skimpy outfits. So yeah. we don't oh – it's, God. like, lingerie everywhere. We're like, all right, I mean, this is just, like, a Beverly Hills <laughs> Halloween party. Until we went out to the pool – and we're walking around the pool and we go up a staircase no. out in the garden area and we take a last step up the staircase and there's just somebody pounding someone from behind doggy style at the top of the staircase oh. and she up. screamed. It was the funniest thing Why ever. Why would they just be doing that on the open? Like, because it's a swingers party. It's a swingers party. party. I thought you went like home. I didn't realize you did it in the open. No, like oh people. Oh my God. You no, you go home books. with your significant other after. No, no it's like people go- People do it in the open. There's like room. Oh there was my. rooms where you could have privacy or there was a room where everyone could watch. Orgy. Oh my. And there was like a dungeon. Uh, it, it was. What? Yeah, like 
she was she was so freaked out and it's like man this is a funny hollywood story i was like wow i'm, I'm gonna be yeah. talking about this you're for gonna tell this story for you but the real question is did you stay yeah did no you we both partake? we both left <laughs> and then i was That's like man i kind of want to go back <laughs> we left See, okay we were cool. questioning we were questioning like does swinger party still exist yes, and now, now that we, we have tinder and everything but i guess they do. She wow. knew the door guy, so she got so we got in for free. But it was like a hundred oh, bucks sick. a ticket otherwise. Oh, oh wow! Well, that'd be so, a very high-profile swingers party. That's cool. Oh wow! Interesting. I, I feel like am I not cool enough? Like I've I know, never. I've been never. To one. I mean, I don't the know. crazy I thing is, like, I don't know if I want to go to one, but I feel like it'd I be want nice to be invited. Know. Right. But also, <laughs> like, I I don't. I feel like I will be like so nervous. To, like what? Because no, I would not. You have any, go. You have to have like. T- you, I will want your test results. Like <laughs> no, I'm legitimate. I'm like, like I want you your have results. To, yeah, I don't know. No. But okay, cool. Wow. To each his own. I mean, the more you know, it's what you know. The more you know, makes you happy. Shooting star. Right. Somewhere. Somewhere is star is shooting okay guys oh, are you cool. ready to wrap this up yeah this has been honestly the, the I think best, the best episode, episode this season and i can't wait to see what happens next week but for now um <laughs> i'm your lead host olivia gavry and don't forget to follow me on instagram and twitter at the real underscore o underscore g and Ryan with two N's. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the real orgy? What? <laughs> yeah, the real, real orgy. orgy. Yes. I'm Ryan Graham. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Graham and on Instagram at Instagram. And I'm your favorite host tonight, Dominique on all... Wait. You, <laughs> my name is Dominique. So yeah, I need to go to bed, but you can late. follow me on all social media at Dominique P underscore ESQ. Hey, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 